Welcome to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We are taking your calls. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Can Big Brother freeze your bank account? There's officials threatening uh, people with losing control of their bank account and passports if they criticize the government in Pakistan. Um, and so the concerns, Doug, are that this is coming to the European Union and the United States. Um, they're falling in line with the idea of this digital identity monitoring, and it could increase control over the population. And so we're looking at this going, is the mark of the beast right around the corner? Right. I mean, is it sure it? does seem like it, Vince, because, I mean, of course, we know from Scripture, and we'll talk about Scripture a little bit more later, but we know from Scripture that the timing right now is not... Um, it's just not there yet. We haven't had certain events that need to happen, like the Antichrist being revealed, uh, you know, the one world government being completely set up, things like that. But what we are seeing is we're seeing uh, what people like to refer to as precursors of the mark of the beast, and we're watching that happen. So we're beginning to see it more and more. We watched this, you know, with Canada when we had the big situation there with the uh, truck drivers there, and uh, they were. Uh, protesting the vaccine passport. And uh, when they did this, remember, there were people that were, um, their bank accounts were frozen. They would go in and try to use their card for either gas to keep their rigs running or to get some food to, uh, you know, to sustain them during the time. And they were finding out that their cards and their bank accounts had been frozen. And then not only the drivers, but Vince, if you remember, some of the people that own businesses we're helping the truck drivers by taking them supplies or, uh, you know, actually supplying money to them. And then their businesses were shut down. And so I, I think that we've seen that they understand that they can control people with their finances. Uh, and so I think we're going to see that more and more. And, of course, the Bible definitely predicts that this world government will have a world economic system, what we refer to as the mark of the beast. And so it does appear like we're beginning to see things that are leading us in that direction. I remember from that Canada thing when the pastor went down and was holding services mm -hmm. for the truckers, he ended up getting arrested. Yeah. Being in cahoots with them or whatever. Well, I don't remember the reasoning for his arrest, but they didn't like that he was down there mingling with I, them. I think that he was actually charged with like uh, starting a riot because of prayer and Bible study. So, yeah, inciting a riot was the charges that he got arrested on. Very interesting. And and think about it, Vince, because he was going against government policy and things that the government were trying to uh, push on the people. And so um, this is the same thing. We're seeing this now, like you said, in Pakistan and watching this um, happen right there. So very interesting time that we live in. And we're seeing so many things come at us so quickly. And uh, it's just very interesting, I believe. It's extremely interesting. We're going to talk about a couple of stories that are that are happening today. Actually, mm -hmm. um, they're they're unfolding this very day, um, and it could impact us here in the United States eventually. And so, we think it's important for the world to hear about this before we get um, into too much details. I do want to remind you that this month is a very special month because we've had a generous partner. Um, offer to double donations up to $50,000 towards our understanding of the end time production. Um, we have recorded all of the videos now. They are in the hands of the editors, 
and they tell us that there uh, that those videos will be available in December. Um, we're not advertising that yet because obviously we don't really uh, have anything final in place, but they're telling us they'll be available in December. Uh, that means that we will have 14 brand new lessons in this series, Understanding the End Time. Um, this year it looks like uh, that will also come out and there will be a book available and there will be a workbook if you want to take a uh, group or just for personal study through this series. So it's extremely exciting. It's going to cost several hundred thousand dollars to complete. And um, we had a partner generously offer to match up to 50000 Now that's only for this month. And so if you want to participate that, uh, be a huge blessing to End Time Ministries as we go through the production of this. Go to endtime.com slash UET or give us a call at 800-END-TIME, 800-363-8463. Obviously, $25 turns into 50, 100 turns into 200, 500 turns into 1,000, and so on, up to 50,000. So uh, it's extremely generous. We're very grateful. And uh, you all have always been so faithful to support financially and also through prayers and we certainly feel those prayers and um, uh, we're just so thankful to be connected with all of you and we can't wait to release this new content it will be available on end of the age plus so stick around we've got some very exciting things coming up even outside of that and we just can't talk about everything right now doug but it's exciting we cannot wait uh one thing we can talk about though is Doug and, uh, excuse me, Dave and Jana. The people get our names messed up enough. I don't need to <laughs> contribute to the confusion. Dave and Jana are going to be in Conroe, Texas this Saturday. Um, you can go to endtime.com slash events. We'll be holding a conference there. Totally free to get in. You do not have to register. It is first come, first serve. So if you want a good seat or even a seat in some cases, uh, come early. We'd love to have you out and get uh, mingle with you a little bit there. Endtime.com slash events, or you can call us 800-END-TIME. We'll be happy to help you. All right, Doug. Can Big Brother freeze your bank account? We see it happen in Canada. We're going to talk about it happening in Pakistan. Mm-hmm. China, They probably who knows how long they've been doing it. Right. Uh, what's possible in the United States? Well, you know, we'd like to think that it's not possible for this to happen. And, you know, not to give too much away about what the article that we're going to read is talking about there, but they're definitely trying to put things in to, uh, you know, perspective for this system to be set up where they can do uh, control by uh, controlling your finances, controlling your bank accounts, keeping you from being able to function in that way. And we know that that is, um, you know, like we said before, very similar to what Revelation 13 talks about with the mark of the beast. So we're looking at this situation, Vince, uh, where the Biden administration is now talking about uh, moving to a crypto, uh, cryptocurrency uh, by a certain time this year. So uh, it, it does appear like they are trying to push this through. Will it take off here in the United States? It's We don't believe that the United States is going to be completely under the mark of the beast and we'll discuss that a little bit more as we get into the program today uh, but I you know right now we're seeing it happen in a third world country and we're watching it uh, you know as they're pushing this to have control over their people so it's that's what it's ultimately about is control and who's big brother <laughs> the world government the world government yeah can the world government freeze your bank account? 
We'll be talking more about this in detail and seeing what the Bible has to say on the other side of the break. So don't go anywhere. Give us a call, 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time, understand how you fit in, and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching the future according to Bible prophecy. Go to endtime.com slash future or call 800 endtime That's 800-363-8463. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and End of the Age Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the End Time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you and we love you. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End of the Age television and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning end-time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or visit endtime.com slash events for more information. Welcome back to End of the Age. Open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Can Big Brother freeze your bank account? That's what we're talking about today. Before we do, I remind you, uh, we have a match campaign going on this month only. Go to endtime.com slash UET or call us at 800-END-TIME to participate. The contributions are going towards the production of our brand new uh, revised series, Understanding the End Time. Millions of people have been impacted by it over the years, and we anticipate uh, many, many millions being impacted by this new series as well. And so your contribution is going to strictly go to that production cost, um, and it should be available at the end of this year in December. So we're excited about it. Go to endtime.com slash UET, or give us a call 800-END-TIME to participate in that match campaign. And by the way, it's up to $50,000 too, so um, you can do that today. Can Big Brother freeze your bank accounts, Doug? That's what we're talking about. And I can't wait to hear people's reactions to this <laughs> that call in at 877-END-TIME. Yeah. And uh, the story that's coming out uh, literally yesterday says tyrants and dictators like Kim Jong-un and, oh, I know I'm going to mess up his name, Zing, Xi Jinping, uh, insist of total control. Now other supposedly more democratic governments are taking it. 
A report from CBN News explains how officials in Pakistan now are threatening those who are criticizing the government they could lose control of their bank accounts. For criticizing the government. So for some of the things that we talk about on this program, Vince, we could actually get in trouble, have our bank accounts uh, frozen if we were under the same rule of law here that is trying to be pressed. And we're, we're seeing it more and more. It's not just... You know, like we said, it's been happening in China for a long time, in North Korea for a long time. Uh, we see uh, where the truth is being suppressed here. We see where people are silenced that are on social media that are, uh, you know, trying to uh, get information out there. And so we do that every day. We could be under this same type of scrutiny here. This is in Pakistan, so let's focus on that. But I just wanted to make that uh, example clear to help everybody understand just for going against what the government says, you well, can be penalized like this. I will add, because I did not know this until this show, but um, the Constitution of Pakistan, I think it's Article 19, does call for freedom of speech. Oh, so I wondered if they had freedom of speech, and now I wonder if they have freedom of speech like we have freedom of speech. Sounds like it. <laughs> freedom so, with limitations. Yeah. Um, you know, there are obvious things you can't say with freedom of speech, but I think criticizing the government um, is allowed under freedom of speech. Yeah. So that's, that's what is being threatened in Pakistan. So the report explains that their interior minister is suggesting that critics could find their biometric identity cards blocked. No cards, no bank accounts. Mm-hmm. The report explained Interior Minister Rana Sanula Khan also claimed that hecklers could have their passports blocked and even be arrested by the Federal Investiga- Investigation Agency using Pakistan's national ID system. Newsweek Pakistan, in fact, reported that Khan was warning of legal proceedings, including registration of cases arrests, and even blocking of identity cards and passports against anyone proven to be involved in heckling of individuals and restricting their freedom of movement under Article 15 of their Constitution. He stated, in light of a so-called political party and its insanity-stricken leaders' campaign to sow political hate and instigate unrest, I want to address all Pakistanis, especially supporters of the Pakistan Muslim League on the security measures being taken to counter it. He suggested anyone encountering heckling should record it. Mm-hmm. Boy, I, Andrew would have been recording me earlier today from our previous <laughs> meetings. Yeah, absolutely. Well, there's been lots of heckling going on here today alone. Yeah. Good yeah, thing we're not could, in India. Could you imagine? Or, excuse me, Pakistan. Yeah. I mean, think about it. If you're saying anything, like you're just having a conversation with somebody, they could casually start recording that and then turn you over to authorities and you'd be in some big trouble. It's You talk about Big Brother and you talk about what it looks like. I mean, that sounds like Nazi Germany. But it's Pakistan. Yes. <laughs> I like the way you say it. Thanks. I try to say it the way they say it. So um, I don't do it very well, but I think that's the proper pronunciation. Give us a call, 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. The article goes on to say, make videos of any individuals involved in the harassment 
and they should send it to the Federal Investigation Agency. The CBN report said the threat is aimed at supporters of former Prime Minister Imra Khan and his Pakistan uh, Tariq, yeah. Tariqi Insaf. PTI party. <laughs> CBN reported tyrannical government control over people's freedom and finances has also been developing at unprecedented levels in several other countries, including communist China, and there are concerns about the European Union and the United States falling in line with the idea of digital identity monitoring as well. As CBN News has reported over the last couple of years, China's moved toward a cashless society with a digital currency mirrors how the entire world is literally being set up for heightened levels of government control. Mm-hmm. Is that conspiracy theory, Doug? No, I don't believe that is. I, you know, the, the crazy thing about events, we're seeing this here in the United States of America. We're watching where they have said people who uh, were Trump supporters, uh, people who are Christian, uh, these people are domestic terrorists. We've been called domestic terrorists. We've been uh, even threatened by some uh, Democratic leaders. I mean, there was there was videos of Democratic leaders that said, "Hey, you Trump supporters need to listen up and understand. You better be on your best behavior." Uh, you know, there's been videos like that put out by representatives of the Democratic Party threatening people who were Trump supporters. And this sounds like the same thing. It says that the threat was deliberately aimed at supporters of the former prime minister in Pakistan. So you've got this system set up to where they're saying, look, if, this, if you support this person, then this threat's definitely for you. We'll cut your money off. So that can happen here with the whole situation that we're dealing with in this country where there's a lot of people uh, who are still behind uh, former President Trump and his party and uh, don't really stand behind this Biden administration. And so I think that there's probably... Uh, some eyes from that um, administration checking this out and seeing how this goes for Pakistan. We shall see this report continued by saying, this means if you are a human rights activist or a Christian, authorities can use this new technology to punish you if you engage in activities they consider to be anti-communist. I always hate it when they consider because it's like, if somebody's having a bad day, what they consider is a little bit different because we know very well, and I'm, I don't know how this would operate, but social media, the way it operates, when you get a manual review from an actual human, it's not like it's going through some board and the board is approving it and you've got you know, a well-rounded board with different perspectives and they're going to actually weigh in on this and figure out what's best. Yeah. It's a single individual um, or married, I guess they could be, but it's one individual uh, that's reviewing this right. and deciding right then if it violates the terms. So I wonder if there being so many people to review manually, is it going to be a group of people? Is it going to be one person? And then regardless of group or one, it's still pretty disturbing. But if it's one person, that is going to shift on how they determine what they're going to decide. Yeah. So if they're having a bad day, it might not be good for you. Or if they don't like that you are, say, against the um, LGBTQ movements, um, you know, maybe they would use that to say, we're shutting it down. Or whatever it could be, um, it might be emotion-driven. And I, So I never like it when they say that, who, that, what they consider. Right. 
because I don't know who the they is, yeah. and it's changing all the time. It is, yeah, even that very word. Um. <laughs> True, they. Uh, eventually, the U.S. and other foreign companies doing business in China will be required to use the government's new digital currency payment system. Yeah. And so that's coming, and I guess we're coming out with a digital currency, too, that we'll talk about uh, a little bit later. Yeah, so the, the thing about it is this is a move that they've been working on for a long time, Vince. So this is something that um, World Economic Forum's talked about, the UN's talked about it, and we actually have a video of the World Government Summit in Dubai in May of 2022. So this is very recent, and they're talking about the benefits of uh, this digital currency and what it can bring. And so uh, we have a video that we can show of that right now. What underpins a world order is always the financial system. Mm. Uh, I was very privileged. My father was an advisor to Nixon when they came off the gold standard in 71. And so I was brought up with a kind of inside view of how very important the financial structure is to absolutely everything else. And what we're seeing in the world today, I think, is we are on the brink of a dramatic change where we are about to, and I'll say this boldly, we're about to abandon the traditional system of money and accounting and introduce a new one. And the new one, the new accounting, is what we call blockchain. It means digital. It means having an almost perfect record of every single transaction that happens in the economy, which will give us far greater clarity over what's going on. It also raises huge dangers in terms of the balance of power between states and citizens. In my opinion, we're going to need a digital constitution of human rights if we're going to have digital money. Uh, But also, this new money will be sovereign in nature. Most people think that digital money is crypto and private. But what I see are superpowers introducing digital currency. The Chinese were the first. The U.S. is on the brink, I think, of moving in the same direction. The Europeans have committed to that as well. And the question is, will that new system of digital money and digital accounting accommodate the competing needs of the citizens of all these locations so that every human being has a chance to have a better life? Because that's the only measure of whether a world order really serves. So having all your money tracked is going to it's going to benefit you Vince it's going to for the government government to be able to control where you spend your money think about the things that we're beginning to see issued and we're going to see another video if we get to it today that talks about the dangers of this they were talking about all these wonderful things that can benefit people and kind of put everybody on a level playing board uh it sounds a lot like socialism that they're talking about there but this is the world government summit i I mean, they don't even hide that they're doing a world government summit anymore. They come right out and call it that. And as she's talking about that, she's talking about being able to track every cent and see where it goes. So um, it's a very interesting uh, concept of what they're doing here. But this is something they've been wanting to do for a very long time. And like we said, it's something that is prophesied in the Bible as well. And we're beginning to, to look at things that appear to be setting the system up anyway. It's not the mark of the beast, so I don't want everybody to say, oh, the, you know, this digital currency is going to be the mark of the beast. It in and of itself is not the mark of the beast, but we are definitely moving toward the technology where they can control that and it can, be, it can turn into the mark of the beast. 
It might be my upbringing, but when I watch that video and listen to her talk, I'm going, I can't imagine like anyone in the world that's a regular person that's not like you know high up in power and wants to control. I can't imagine any of us looking at that going, I really like the sound of that. <laughs> like I don't care where you land on your political views. I don't yeah. see how anyone can see that and go, yes, like we want this world government being able to track every transaction. Mm-hmm. And then buying into the statement, she said something like, I'm you know, uh, botching her quote, but something like um, that it's for the, the betterment of everyone. And I'm just yeah. like, how does that enhance my life? Exactly. Or how does it enhance someone's life that, you know, someone that's, you know, homeless, don't have any money to do anything with? Like, how does that, it, it actually prevents them more because, you know, they're, you know, primarily operating off of cash. Yeah. It's just like, I don't get how this could be viewed as a good thing by anyone that's not having total control and benefiting from it. Right. From a big control perspective. And, you know, from another interesting perspective is the fact that our country, our our government, has just hired 87,000 more (laughs) IRS agents and they're training them. For the 400 billionaires in the United States? Yeah. 87,000 people to track those evil 400 billionaires? And they're training them to use weapons and arrest people. So it makes you wonder, okay, so what is the plan for these folks? What are they doing? So, uh, you know, we won't get into that today because we could really talk about a lot of conspiracy things there, but it is very interesting. Well, so far, what you have just stated is not conspiracy. No, they definitely hired those people. absolutely fact that there's 87,000 that <laughs> are hired and they have weapons and they're doing those trainings. That is not speculation. Right. That is they're coming out and telling you that. So, yeah. very interesting. Uh, it does make you wonder what's next, Doug. So, naturally, this conversation will lead people to think we got to stash up, we got to hide everything that we own, we've got to delete all of our bank accounts and just go off the grid. Yeah. And when we come back from the break, I think we probably should talk about an appropriate response. Yeah. Because Well, just wait. You'll come back and find out. (laughs) Don't forget to share this video. Hit the heart icon. Comment. Helps us out a lot. Get the word out. We'll be right back after this break. We'll get to your calls. You can join us at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Whether it's a global pandemic, threat of war, or floundering economies, end-time events are happening around the world every day. How can you have peace in a world of such great uncertainty? With the End Time Magazine subscription, you can gain a deeper understanding of current events and its prophesied repercussions. End Time Magazine's exclusive content and prophetic insight allows you to understand where we are in the end time. It will give you peace when horrific news and events happen. When you subscribe today to End Time Magazine for 12 months for just $19.99, you can have hope for the future because you will understand what the Bible says about the time we are living in. You'll get access to exclusive articles like the Prophesied American-Israeli Alliance, End Time Do's and Don'ts, and Could School Choice Save America? Subscribe for you or a friend right now. Go to endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-END-TIME. 
The symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, The Unveiling of Jesus Christ Part 2, the late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Welcome back to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Don't forget that Dave and Jana will be in Conroe, Texas this Saturday, hosting a conference there. Definitely make plans to come out. If you're in the Conroe area, you can go to endtime.com slash events to learn more about the venue. Or you can give us a call, 800-END-TIME, 800-363-8463. The conference is at 6 p.m. And so make plans to come out and join us. It's going to be a great time. Look forward to seeing you there. Also, don't forget about the match campaign happening right now. All of your contributions up to $50,000 are going to be doubled. Uh, these contributions go towards the production of our brand-new revised series, Understanding the End Time. It's uh, Dave's teaching it, but we also incorporate... Uh, historical clips from Irvin. So it's a really cool series, and we can't wait for you all to see it. Uh, should be coming out in December as long as everything works out the way it, uh, it's supposed to. So we're excited about that, and uh, we're really thankful for a generous partner who's doubling donations up to $50,000 this month only. So you've got seven days to to contribute to that. So pretty cool. Um, all right, Doug, we're talking about um, the cashless society that's coming. We're talking about whether or not Big Brother can freeze your bank accounts. Mm-hmm. We're talking about how this is already this already has happened in other countries outside of the United States. They're talking about it happening in Pakistan, European Union, China, and, and so on. And like we were talking about before the break, the natural reaction is to hide to be fearful perhaps or if there's some people that probably wouldn't be fearful but they would be very concerned to the point of you know uh, burying money in mason jars in their backyard <laughs> which yeah you, do, you know whatever but <laughs> what's an appropriate response as we look at this and we with the you know we have the layer of the bible there that right. we get to look through that lens as best as we can. And so how do we respond as Christians to such news that's coming, knowing what the Bible has to say? Well, number one, you know, don't be fearful of of it at all, Vince. You know, you've got to uh, trust God. God has always provided for his people. And, uh, you know, we talk about examples of that all the time with uh, the children of Israel being in the desert for four years and even their shoes didn't wear out. They had manna from heaven. They had water from a rock. They were taken care of. And we have those same promises. Matthew chapter 6 tells us these things. And it lets us know. But, you know, I know that people begin to think, okay, should I um, invest in gold or silver and that, that type of thing? Those are great ideas if those are things that you feel led to do. We we definitely do not uh, provide financial advice because we're not financial advisors. Um, will our cash even be worth the, the paper it's printed on? 
if we move toward this uh, digital currency? And I would say probably not. So even if you drained your bank account and hid your cash, that cash, you know, there's there's pictures, Vince, of Venezuela when they went through a similar situation like this and their money just became trash and it was just in the streets, blowing down the street because it was worthless. It was nothing. And at the end of the day, you know, our our salvation doesn't come from our finances. It doesn't come from our money. It doesn't matter how much money you've got. Uh, you know, the the rich man had much wealth and after his uh, coming in contact with Jesus Christ, he, he left sad because he was not going to be able to do the the one thing that when he asked Jesus, what should I do? Jesus told him, sell what you have and give it to the poor and pick up your cross and follow me. And he couldn't do that because he had great wealth. So at the end of the day, we need to be focused on Jesus Christ. We need to be seeking the Lord. If you have investments that you can do and you feel comfortable doing that and you feel like that's something uh, that will help your family, then by all means, you know, make investments. But um, we also don't believe, Vince, that the United States is going to come under the full control of the Antichrist because of Revelation twelve fourteen, where we see the wings of the eagle um, aiding Israel during the time of the Great Tribulation. We know that the mark of the beast is going to be dealt out in that time period, that three and a half years of Great Tribulation is when the Antichrist is going to take control. It's when the mark of the beast is going to be instated. And we just, uh, because we're helping Israel during that time, we don't see how it would fully be implemented here. Uh, Because for that to happen, that would totally shut us down uh, financially if we were giving aid to Israel. And it appears to us that the wings of the great eagle in Revelation twelve fourteen is speaking of the United States of America. And so because of that, uh, that's why we don't believe we'll be under the full power of the Antichrist and this mark of the beast. Now, But, but Doug, how can we say that? Because, you know, the thing that gets people on, on our take on that is how the Bible talks about every man. Right. Well, every man doesn't mean every man but the United States. I mean, how self-centered right. is it for us to think of that in that way? And so people struggle with our take on that. Yeah, so one of the things that's there, Vince, is we have proof that Israel won't be part of it because Israel stands against the Antichrist and his army during the Battle of Armageddon. So we've got that uh, where we know Israel will not be under the uh, power of the Antichrist. But then also in Daniel 11, verse 41, it says uh, that Jordan, it it lists, uh, I I can't remember all the names right now off the top of my head. I had them, but they're gone now. But Moab and uh, and those places, that is modern-day Jordan, will not be under the power of the Antichrist as well. So when it says all, it's talking about all that are in that world government, all that will follow after the Antichrist. Not all are going to follow because we have Scripture also in Revelation 13, Vince, that tells us that... um, Anyone whose name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life will not take the mark of the beast. Well, then it also says that this calls for patience and endurance on the part of the saints because whosoever shall die by the sword will die by the sword and whosoever will go into captivity shall go into captivity. So we know people will resist and not all will take the mark of the beast and be under that system. So it's easy to to kind of talk about that and explain it when you look at the full context of what the Scripture is talking about when we're talking about the Antichrist and uh, his war against the saints or the people who resist him. 
So we also know that he's going to be fighting wars. In order to do that, there's got to be resistance. Makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. But I'm easy to convince in this regard, so <laughs> there you uh, go. makes sense. Well, Doug, yeah. let's get to the phones before we move forward. You can join us, too, by going to 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. The number to join us, uh, again, is 877-END-TIME. Let's go to Joe in New York. Joe, welcome to End of the Age. Can you hear me loud and clear? Loud and clear, Joe. <laughs> You guys are magnificent. I always tell myself I'm not going to call up. I'm just going to listen. But you guys have such great conversations. It's hard for me not to call up. But it's something that the American people don't realize. I'm going to maybe frighten some people, but wise us up. Our money can be all the money that we have in the bank, your money, my money, which is, which for me, it's not very much money. But it could be legally stolen with the laws, with bankruptcy protection that is guaranteed by the federal government. Let me give you a quick scenario. If the, if the gang in Devos, you know, the elitists, if they decided, well, we're going to buy this bank, this chain of banks, and they buy those banks and they take out all the profits and the assets and they claim bankruptcy, Chapter 11, Right, and they lock all the doors. You go to the bank and say, "Hey, the door's locked." Or you go online and you can't function online on their website, and then you have to put in a claim to the federal government because when you walk into any bank, it says your your account is is protected from the by the federal government agency. I forget the name of it. Up to a hundred thousand dollars. But meanwhile, if the elitists buy a bank, they can steal. They can legally steal our money. And most people don't know that. That's why it's kind of important wherever you do banking to know who owns the bank. Do a little research. It's not very hard, you know, and especially if you have a sizable amount of money. I don't have a great sizable amount of money, but I'm not too worried. You know, I'm 74, coming up on 75. I don't need very much money. Matter of fact, that's the wallpaper I, I have on my wall in the bedroom. That's my money. <laughs> but the thing of it is, is that with the laws in the United States, I don't know with the whole rest of the world, they can legally just shut down the banks and take your money. Then you have to put in a claim, and that can take some years. to act. Say you have $10,000 in a bank account, you know, bank a, ABC Bank, and you go there and the doors are locked, and they're filing legally bankruptcy. And now how do you get your money? You've got to file a claim, and it could take years and years. And most people don't know this. The simple thing to do is that if you have you know, that much money, you have to, should have an advisor who can help you. Who owns this particular bank that I'm putting my money into? And it's just a safeguard. But the bottom line is like you guys always say, us whose lives are hidden in Christ, I'm, I'm not worried. I'm not worried. Yeah. What could they do? Put a bullet in my head, take my money, take take this little old, I don't think they want to take this little old house. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, we always love it when you call. Thank you so much for your perspective. Um, we love you. We're praying for you and your wife. God bless you. Thank you so much for uh, giving your input. Um, yeah, we always say it, Doug. Seek first the kingdom of God. Yeah, absolutely. Seek first. Yeah. It's really simple. Um, very basic language there. 
-hmm. You know, what do I do with my money? Well, I'm going to seek first the kingdom of God right. on how I should manage my money. And so, um, you know. And that really should be with everything we do, Vince. Absolutely. Yeah. Am I going to worry about this stuff? Well, if, if my thought life is controlled by the media and they're pumping fear into my brain and, um, you know, you're taking these stories that are happening, which, you know, I certainly understand this can generate some fear. But if you're looking at it first through the lens of, of the Spirit and the Bible, these things don't worry you. You aren't fearful about it. And so uh, seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things are going to be added to you. Yeah. And so why should I worry? If Jesus says this is what's going to happen, it's going to happen. It's going to be okay. Doug Josh is watching uh, on Facebook. You can follow us there in time. Uh, Ministries in Time Inc. Uh, look us up there on Facebook. Um, he's watching there, and he wants to know what about all the pastors using Roman eight, Romans eight, and obeying the government, quote unquote, in order to justify shutting down during COVID. Will they use Romans eight to justify taking the mark of the beast? You know, Vince, I I, I don't really know what individual pastors are going to do. I know I I understand why the question's being asked, and I get what they're saying here. But one one thing that uh, about the churches that shut down during COVID, it was mainly because of concern for people's lives. At that point, we didn't really understand exactly what we were dealing with. And at the very uh, early onset of COVID, uh, it was more about, okay, we can, we can cut back two weeks, and you know, see how this does, and see if it's going to affect people the way they're saying. And then what about open... the churches that are still shut down, though. Well, those churches they need to do probably a spiritual check on themselves, <laughs> there, Vince, because uh, I think we've advanced a whole uh, a whole lot since that time. But... My favorite during COVID was the people that wouldn't come to church, but then they'd post like at the Mavs game, and they're scared to come to church because. <laughs> COVID's being passed around at church, but they're like in the third row at the Mavs game, surrounded by thousands of people. Yeah. Um, that was always interesting <laughs> for me. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. And there's still people, I mean, nowadays that are afraid to come to church because of it. But, you know, we've got to get outside of fear. And, uh, you know, the Bible says that we're not supposed to uh, stop meeting together. That, and it also says that He hasn't given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Yeah. That's important to note. We might talk a little bit more about that on the other side of the break. Give us a call, 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began the ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. Endtime is a small nonprofit that runs a high traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with End Time to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-END-TIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. 
Welcome back to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877-363-8463. 877-END-TIME. Give us a call today. Um, let's go to Deanna in South Carolina. Deanna, welcome to End of the Age. Hey, gentlemen. Good afternoon. How are y'all doing? We are well. How are you? Great. I just have a quick comment about what y'all were talking about earlier about the benefiting of Big Brother and the cashless society. To be honest, I don't feel people would benefit to the cashless society and freezing of bank accounts if they understand the rules and the implication it offers, but they may be swayed of the convenience and because of the what the government says, like it being okay, and the additives and perks, we should find our benefit in Christ. Yeah, absolutely. That's more, or less, that's more or less what I wanted to say, importance of... Now, you didn't I think we were have... saying that, right? <laughs> you didn't think we were saying that, right, Deanna? No, of course not. Okay, I'm like, that's... make sure... No, <laughs> of course not. I was just watching the video that y'all um, shared with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they try to make it all sound really great, and it's the way they do with all of it. Uh, you know, more control is, is better for you. I mean, think about uh, what we're dealing with when we go to the airport nowadays and we have to get on a plane and, you know, all because of 9-11. And when that happened, you know, it's for your safety, it's for your good. And now we have to take our shoes off and our belts off and, you know, strip down and go through an, an x-ray of a full body x-ray. Uh, you don't have to, to do that, Doc. But... Well, if you want to get on an airplane, you pretty much do. You can, you can avoid <laughs> it, but you have to... Yeah. To be honest, I agree with everything y'all say cause, because y'all backing it up with Scripture, and that's one thing, what good, what good quality y'all have, very devoted to Christ more than ourselves. Yeah. And I appreciate you guys. Well, thank you. God bless you, Deanna. You too. Bye. Hey, I do want to uh, remind everyone, Doug, um, one of the most important things we do is gather for prayer every single morning mm-hmm. uh, with our whole team. And when we do that, we uh, read off partners names we call partners by names um, every single morning and then we also take prayer requests of people who just submit them at endtime.com slash contact Um, there are people all over the world that send in their prayer requests so every morning our team is reading out loud some of our partners names obviously we can't read everyone every morning but we go through and i think uh, 20 or 30 names whatever the number is and we read them out loud. We pray specifically for them. We pray for the needs that have been emailed in or called in. And I just want to make sure that you all are aware that we are doing that every single day. And, and we want to pray with you as you're navigating storms or you just need some guidance, whatever it might be. We want to be here for you and pray with you during those seasons. So don't forget to go to endtime.com contact. Fill out the form there. Uh, select prayer requests. And it will come to us and get on our sheet that we go through every single morning with our team. So we appreciate all of you out there who are praying for us. We certainly feel those prayers are very encouraging. And, um, you know, it's exciting, Doug. We were talking right before the break about God hasn't given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. I believe that um, part of the sound mind thing is, is helping us to be able to analyze things and not get off track and start thinking crazy thoughts, which is so easy for us to do. Um, but he's, he's given us a sound mind so we can look at these stories, look at things going on around us every single day and not get overcome by this fear that is trying to attack us. Right. Um, and I, for, for some reason, Doug, it just feels like that's, that's something we should 
hone in on. What are your thoughts on that scripture specifically and how it translates to what we're talking about today? Well, you know, Vince, I mean, that fear is one of the enemy's biggest weapons that he uses against us. And if he can get in your mind and begin to uh, separate your faith and, and begin to put that fear in there and make you uh, doubt, that's one of his favorite things to do. And so it's no uh, big surprise to us that we're seeing more fear being pumped out uh, with articles that come out every day with the news media and what they're saying. I, I watched a clip the other day that was showing the news media and it showed several news medias side by side and they were saying the exact same thing about a particular subject and they were pushing this agenda and it was basically over civil war here in the United States and every single news outlet was saying the exact same thing. That's the um, the weapon of the enemy is to put that fear in there. And that's why God said he didn't give us that spirit. That's the spirit of the enemy. Uh, you know, it's another reason why the uh, armor of God is such an important thing too, Vince. That helmet of salvation is one of the greatest things that we can have is knowing that we're secure in Christ Jesus having that helmet on because if we've got the helmet of salvation on, the enemy can't get in our mind and uh, and attack us. And the Bible tells us that we need to renew our mind daily. And, mm-hmm. and we do that uh, with Scripture and with prayer. And if we know what our Bible says and if we know the God we serve, we really don't have to worry about the things that are going on around us. Uh, I think Jesus gave us so many uh, uh, examples in the Bible with the disciples when they would be afraid. He would always say, fear not. It was always something Jesus spoke, fear not. And... Uh, you know, that's what we've got to do, too. We've, we've got to not be afraid of the things that are around us, but let our faith be in Christ and in Christ alone. Amen, Doug. Um, it just seems like that's kind of hard to do uh, for a lot of people. And, um, you know, I feel like that's because so, we're so distracted by so many things and we don't spend time in the Word like we used to. There's a, uh, a one of my favorite preachers, Johnny James, who... Uh, just passed away a couple of weeks ago at this point. He spent January reading the Bible through, like the whole Bible through every single January for decades. And he would read four plus hours a day. Now, obviously, you know, that's a huge commitment. Um, you know, relatively speaking, in the grand scheme of things, it's not that big, I know. But for a lot of people, uh, that doesn't seem to be possible, or at least we're not able to or willing to rearrange our priorities to make that happen. And so, nonetheless, we spend less and less time reading God's Word and more and more time uh, so focused on others and ourselves through social media and all the different outlets we have now that it's easier to have this spirit of fear because we're being consumed by things that are promoting it. And, I don't know, it just feels like uh, this is a great year to reprioritize how you're going to spend 2023 and, um, you know, put God first in all that we do. If, if everyone out there, if anyone out there is like me, that that mind renewal thing you're talking about, I've got to do that multiple times a day. It's not one and done for me. <laughs> Every couple of hours, I'm, I'm needing a new boost. So, um, man, sometimes it's hard to remember that, but it seems like it's pretty important that we do. Yeah. Well, you know, the great thing about it too, Vince, is that uh, when we're born again, we're filled with the Spirit of God. And when we have the Holy Spirit leading and guiding us, 
then we can discern things differently than when we don't. And so that's why we are always, you know, telling everyone that's the most important thing to make sure that you are biblically born again. Because when you have that discernment, you can see headlines, you can watch news media, you can listen to things uh, and you can discern real easily if, if that's of God or not. Uh, just like the question earlier about Romans 8, if you're really following the Spirit, because that same uh, book in the Bible also talks about being Spirit-led. Romans 8 talks about a Spirit-led life, a Spirit-led individual. And it tells us that if the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwell in us, that our immortal bodies will be uh, changed at the time when the rapture occurs. So it lets you know uh, it's very important to be led by the Spirit of God and have the Spirit uh, within you. Let it be part of your being. And uh, once you're born again, God fills you with the Holy Ghost. And then you're able to uh, you know, navigate through life in a different way. I mean, it's not you're not using your emotions anymore. Now you're tapped into the Spirit of God and the Spirit of God is directing your footsteps. So it's a whole lot easier to live in difficult times if you're a spirit-led individual. Absolutely. Go to endtime.com slash reborn to learn more about what it means to be born again. Let's go to Larry in Indiana. Larry, welcome to End of the Age. Larry, are you there? Hello? Hey, Larry, you're live. Uh, I just was wanting to ask, and the Bible is uh, the only place in the Bible. Is, is there any other place in the Bible that it speaks of eagle wings or the eagle at all? That was the question I had. And then another question I had for you was, you know, the uh, the lion with the eagle wings picture behind you guys. The light is not shining on it. Remember the only two things I had to ask about. And I was I just wondering that. about that eagle thing. <laughs> you know, that it doesn't say anything else in the Bible about eagle or eagle's wings. Yes, Larry. There, There is a scripture, I believe it's in uh, Exodus, where it talks about God providing uh, wings of the eagle to uh, protect Israel during the exodus there from Egypt. And it talks about how God delivered them on the wings of eagles. And so a lot of people... Uh, they will say, well, that's got to be what it is in Revelation chapter 12, uh, verse 14. That's talking about God. That's not talking about the United States. Uh, but one of the ways that we need to look at what's being said there, for one thing, in the Bible, the original text, there were no chapter breaks. And so when we're in Revelation 12 and we begin to see that unfold, that's a war in heaven that's happening there in that uh, scripture. And when we get to 1214, it's talking about the wings of the great eagle helping the woman who is Israel. Well, if you continue reading, then it goes into that one world beast. And all of the beasts from Daniel chapter 7 are now together in Revelation chapter 13, minus the eagle's wings. They're not there. And so when you refer back to uh, Revelation 1214, that's where the eagle's wings are mentioned. This is why we believe that that is specifically speaking about the United States there because the same beast that Daniel talked about in Daniel 7 is mentioned in Revelation 13, 1 and 2, except those eagle's wings that were plucked in Daniel 7, 4 
are now helping Israel. Uh, we understand that in Daniel 7, 4, it says that Daniel saw this lion that had the wings of an eagle, but he watched until the wings were plucked and it was lifted up off the ground and given uh, the feet of a man and the heart of a man was given to it. So we very much believe that that scripture is speaking of the modern day nation of Great Britain and America coming out of Great Britain. And that's why when you look at uh, Revelation 12 and 13 without dividing it into chapters, you can very much see all those beasts are being mentioned again but they're being mentioned in the future of the end time. Yeah. Okay, that, that sounds good. Uh, another thing I was going to say, I love how y'all are doing this split-screen <laughs> deal here on there. Y'all look excellent. Y'all are glowing like y'all be doing what you're doing for God, and I, I love y'all, the whole team. And just, I, I love y'all. God bless y'all, and y'all have a blessed rest of the work week. Thank you, Larry. God bless you. We appreciate your call. Doug, I think what he's saying is we look a lot better together than when we're separated. So <laughs> Maybe so. That split screen is, is impressive. We've it it requires you to stare at the team. camera the whole time. It really does. I'm not looking down as much or looking away, so yeah. that's, that's good. I'm sitting next to you, but don't look over here because <laughs> right. it won't look it, right. That's the only difficult thing, folks, so we're going to try not to do that. We've got 30 seconds, Doug. How do we wrap today up? Well, you know, we didn't get into the part about the United States wanting to push this, but President Biden does want to very much push this and have it effective by uh, December of 2022. So I think it's important that we uh, kind of voice our opinion as Christians and get this word out that we don't want this digital currency doing away with our cash. Well, C-Day is coming in December, so we'll have to talk about that tomorrow, I would say. We'll be back at 3 p.m. Central tomorrow. We'll see you then. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries, or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463, or visit us online at endtime.com.